Four-wheel driving is fun in a Jeep. Four-wheel driving. Here we are again for another episode of the Jace and Shan Show. We have a special Halloween edition with a spooky, scary trail theme, as well as a special guest with us here this evening. So, with further ado, we will begin. There is another dimension beyond that which is known to man. The land of not only imagination, but a land filled with a wondrous beauty, where the pavement ends. It is the Trail Light Zone. What you're about to listen to is not for the faint of heart. My first trail I'd like to explain to you is a roller coaster of slow and wondrous chills. It is the Crystal Ridge Trail in Washington. It is the 4W319 trail. It runs for four miles, takes about four hours to go on, and it has this one very dangerous part, this, the latter part of the trail, where it goes down a very sharp and steep grade, and if you are not careful, you will roll down this thing. And this, this is why this thing is on my list here. I've got a few of them, and Shan has hers as well, but this this is why this one made the list because any trail that i'm going to go on or anyone is going to go on that might flip to me that is a really scary and creepy trail and everybody's going to be puckering on that one so you got to be careful right okay number two on the list is walden's ridge it's located at winrock park in tennessee if you are brave enough to tackle this part of the trail it's on trail number 75 you can also choose to bypass the ridge. So if you are not faint at heart, the ridge is on top of a mountain with 500 plus drop off on both sides. The rest of the trail consists of switchbacks and ledges descending down the mountain. Very nice. The next trail I have out for the list here is the Emojin Pass in Colorado. And this one is very dangerous because you're going to be sitting at about 13,114 feet, which is one of the highest places in Colorado to be anywhere, let alone trail riding. This is the K68 trail. It passes also through a ghost town uh, called Tomboy. And this one makes the list because of its sheer height and narrow trails. It requires 100% of your concentration. Otherwise, it will be a fatal mistake. And there are videos on the internet that show unfortunately some very scary accidents so this one requires a lot of attention right also very near to jace's number three is my number four on the list black bear pass it's also located in telluride colorado this is listed as one of the most intense mountain roads in colorado the crest of elevation is right at 12,840 feet it also passes Bridalville Falls, which is the highest waterfall in Colorado. This pass is traveled only downhill from Red Mountain Pass and is only open a few months out of the year. It's usually open from late summer to early fall. Um, the trail consists of several switchbacks, too. One interesting note, the start of this trail was formerly marked along U.S. 550. Former, um, sorry, it was famous sign that said, I kind of got confused because I got so excited about this sign and what it said. I thought it was really cute. So it says, tell your ride, city of gold, 12 miles, two hours, 
you don't have to be crazy to drive this road, but it helps. Jeeps only. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All motorized vehicles are permitted on this pass. However, it's recommended for high clearance and four wheel drive vehicles only. As with any trail, make sure to do your homework and see what mods, permits, or passes you need. These trails that I mentioned are not for beginners or stock Jeeps. Perfect. And lastly, but not least, I included this trail because I've actually ridden on it myself where I felt like it was something of a similar situation with these Colorado trails where you are riding on a very narrow road, basically no room to the left and to the right, and a very steep drop-off grade to the one side and a sheer cliff uh, wall next to your other side. And that's the Washington Backroad Discovery Route at certain points, particularly speaking of the Ruby Ridge, uh, which is near the Ruby Ghost Mining Town and or mining town and uh, that one was a bit hard because of the rocks and the steep grade it really requires a lot of correction and slow speed with your steering there and so that's another one where you will be puckering up for the slow thrill roller coaster ride which we often experience on many of our trails Mm-hmm. Okay, so since we've been talking about natural works of art on the trails, let's talk about some man-made works of art. On the show tonight, we have a very special guest joining us. Adam, welcome to the show. Good to, uh, it's good to be here. All right, Adam, why don't you tell our listeners about yourself, your interest in these man-made works of art, and your involvement in the Jeep community? Well, obviously... I go by the Jeep about nothing and I've actually had this page for about a year. However, I've actually been like, I've always had Jeeps in, in my life. So like I had a 1999 Jeep Grand Cherokee from 2017 up until um, Valentine's day of 2018. Uh, the transmission and all that stuff gave out. Uh, it was like a pure shit box. That was like the definition of a shit box right there. But uh, you know, no, no, no shift cables. So I couldn't like go into four wheel drive. Uh, the, the rear hub assemblies in the rear were gone. And I think there was a few other stuff, but I don't remember off the top of my head. So I ended up finding this black grand Cherokee at a, at a dealership. And I, and I got it for like, I don't know, six grand, seven grand. Oh, wow. And it actually came from the district of Columbia, uh, as a secret services. So basically that shit is like blacked out completely. Wow. Very cool. And in a two and a half years that I've had it, I probably put about, um, I don't know, probably like five, six grand on it. Very nice. What are some of the top modifications you put on your, your vehicle there, Adam? The top modifications that I put on there. I mean, it's obviously not like compared to what you guys are probably used to. But I would probably say it has uh, the mods that I've put on there so far were the, <clears throat> excuse me, were the red tow hooks that you see on the front end, the towing package that I have on the rear, and possibly the navigation system along with the backup camera. That's probably like what I've put on so far. That's like really, really good. No, those are some really key items to have for off-roading, like knowing where you're going and the ability to have someone help you get pulled out and like the towing package. That's that's really cool. I've right. uh, I've actually helped somebody out. Uh, maybe it was the beginning of this year, actually, in January. Uh, there was somebody that, that fell into 
one of the lower ditches on the highway and you know i was i was there and i actually had a toe strap and so i managed to help that person get out so i've i've actually used the toe the toe hooks in the front that's awesome and that's what the jeep community is all about helping one another that is just so awesome and so Regarding the being involved in the Jeep community, yeah, uh, it's about to be a year since I've started this page. And believe it or not, I didn't expect to be where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it. Right. I, I wasn't, to be honest with you, I wasn't even supposed to like be here in the, the Jeep community. I wasn't supposed to be anywhere near Instagram because, you know, a year ago, I had a blown head gasket, you know, I had a lot of personal problems and it, you know, it, it felt like my life was falling apart, but then I guess something, something just changed. And I basically started this page, you know, only had about 10 followers, uh, a whole bunch of followers. And then I joined the grand team, uh, made a lot of friends, met a lot of people, obviously, you know, you guys seen my posts with, uh, my friend Courtney by the name of C Mish 95. Shout out to her. Give her a follow. She's a very good friend of mine, a very, very close friend of mine, and a few others, and a few others as well that I'm very close to, and they have helped me out a lot, especially in the last few months or so, but I do have some, uh, I do have some more, well, I want to say maintenance repairs coming up, and I also have a few ideas up my sleeve, so, you know, don't, don't count me out. I still have plenty of mural photos. I actually have Believe it or not, I actually have about a hundred photos still remaining in in the balance. Oh wow, that's awesome! So, why do you think um, this is popular? And are Jeeps the only vehicles taking pics in front of this sort of artwork? Um, the ones that I have, especially the murals here in Chicago, uh, especially like in the West Side on West Side Chicago, or um, there's another place that I frequent because there are a lot of talented graffiti artists that I personally know. I mm-hmm. see a lot of Escalades. I see a lot of 300s, uh, Chrysler 300s, Jeeps, of course, uh, Chevy Tahoes, like any vehicle possibly you can think of. There's always, there's always some vehicle in front of a mural, and I know a lot of people that take photos with them. So that's just something that is amazingly cool to do. Right. Well, how do you even find these things, Adam? I actually, so a year ago, I was driving around because I was testing out because unfortunately I had a problem with, uh, I had problems with my front drive shaft. So I was getting like a real bad clicking noise. And so I decided one day it was, um, it was one night and I was hanging out on my, with, uh, with a friend of mine and we were off on, I mean, obviously you guys don't know, but we were got, we were on Costner and Lake. And so I saw this mural and it said villains, like it said in big letters, villains on a wall. And so, and so I took a picture of it. It was nighttime, so it didn't come out as good as I wanted. So I ended up going the next morning to take the photo and pretty much that's where it all began. That's cool. That is very cool. So what editing tools do you use for your pics? I know, I use like a couple of different ones. And one of my main ones I use is PixArt. What do you use? I used to use that one. Um, I actually just use Photoshop Express. And Mm -hmm. I've been using Photoshop Express probably for the last like 10 years. 
Awesome. I've had okay. I've had Instagram since like 2010. I think I was actually probably one of the first like four five hundred uh, <laughs> users to make the account. Well, my personal account actually, <laughs> but not not this account. This one's new. So right. Very cool. And Adam, do you have any experience yourself in actually doing tagging? Uh, yeah, I I actually did a little bit when I was in high school. So that, yeah, that was like ten years ago. So I used to. I, I didn't necessarily have like a crew or like you know friends that i tagged with i was solo but i would sometimes tag on um i would tag on random walls here and there i would tag on the train um if you ever decide to look up the damon silos here in chicago i actually have some i actually have i mean i don't know if they're still there i doubt it because i'm pretty sure they were tagged over but i do have some spots there that i've tagged up and i've actually have photos with my jeep there as well so yeah you'd be very surprised very cool that's really cool Oh, I was as we're preparing for this uh, podcast. I was also looking up some information, just like some fun facts I came across. So it's like, like just the history of of actually kind of tagging. You wouldn't think about it, but people have been doing this since like the dawn of creation of man, basically, with you know cavemen doing tags essentially. In the Middle Ages, you have frescoes and things like that, and then even in our more modern day, you have the popular Berlin Wall, which was actually considered the largest canvas until it, it fell in you know eighty nine. So you know, this is not something new, but it's something that's been becoming actually more popular, you know, throughout time. And even today, there's there's like huge famous murals in Mexico, New York City, Philadelphia, L.A., the Philippines, Belfast, Cuba, India. It's all over the world. It's not just a thing in the United States. So it's it's actually it's, it's really cool. If it was up to me, I would take my Jeep literally everywhere and find murals because that's just something that it's something that I enjoy. And you know, I I even took some uh, mural shots while I was in in Ohio when I was visiting my friend. Um, I took some in Montreal. I was in Montreal last year from November till March until the pandemic started, and I actually had about maybe forty. I actually got about forty photos of murals, just murals nonstop. That's awesome. That and, is cool. And Montreal, I was actually born there, so I have like you know background of being in Montreal and so it's like and so basically when I returned I was like man I got to look for these like murals and whatnot because this is really cool and so I basically yeah I found a whole bunch throughout throughout the entire like uh city itself different bureaus or boroughs and it was it was actually very surprising that's actually that's actually where I started finding all these murals that is awesome. You know what I find fascinating is not only uh, can Jeeps like be useful like out on the trail and different things off road, but just like the stuff like you're saying, like finding mur- murals and just exploring all different aspects of different exactly. cultures. And I just think that's what's so awesome about Jeep. You know, it ain't strictly just one thing you have to stick to. It's like a variety of different things. So that is so awesome, Adam. Oh yeah, and that's and that's something too that I've always disputed with uh, well with people in the past. You know, it's like people see my people see my Jeep and it's like, oh, that's not you know that's not a Jeep. Or, oh, that's not you're not off roading. Believe it or not, I've actually off roaded with that Jeep, and I've been I've been in the mud. I've been well, not big boulders, but I've been on some rocks. I've I've been able to flex with my Jeep, and my my thing is stock. It's bone stock. Right. And it's still a Jeep. 
Exactly. It's a Jeep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Adam, for sharing that with us. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, It's really cool. Thanks for being on the show and sharing your story. It's really, it's heartwarming to, to hear that, you know, people like you in the Jeep community have their own niche and do their own thing and hopefully they're accepted as it sounds like you are because that's the way it should be no one should be excluded just because of the different type of jeep that they have really that's that's what the jeep community should be about like shannon was saying is really it's all embracing it's a family really was what it is it's at the end of the day it's all about what we love and what we care about and it's one of us that we care about our closest friends our closest families and our love and passion for jeeps that's what we all have in common and that's why we're all here right that's right that is perfectly said adam it really is but uh for sure since i know both of you guys are following me and if anybody's interested in following me the jeep about nothing underscore stay tuned because man i have a few tricks up my sleeve y'all gonna like this one that's awesome. awesome Yes, so everybody great. follow him. He is awesome. He's a great guy. Got a cool page. Check it thank out. You, thank you. Thank you so much. Good. And with that, we'll conclude with our, our Jeep meme, which I saw today was a, a pumpkin, actually. And it had on it said the scariest pumpkin of all time. And it had the word written in it, check. And it had an image of an engine light. <laughs> So, and of course, there was a light inside, so it was a check engine light pumpkin. And, you know, I was thinking if this light stays on, you know, for a long time, it would actually probably be in time for Christmas because then you could have, like, you know, all the lights lit up on your dash, like Christmas time. Uh, but uh, also for myself, I want to give a shout out to actually my cousin who does a lot of shots um, with regards to murals. Uh, her page on Instagram, My Crazy Life, and crazy spelled with an E-Z instead of an A-Z, My Crazy Life. And um, so that is my shout-out for tonight. And Shannon, who would you like to give mention to? Uh, my shout-out tonight is at Legendary1941. This page is one of the best feature pages on the gram. Uh, make sure to follow them at Legendary1941 for epic pics. They are awesome people. Go follow them. Awesome. And we have, again, our last words here from our unofficial sponsor, Napoleon. Uh, Napoleon, what do you think about murals? Maybe I will. Gosh. Well, sounds like he's <laughs> going to think about them. So that's great. All right. Thanks again for joining everyone today. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.